Mold Tool is the official sponsor of the Grease and Glamour podcast. Established in 1853, Mold Tool has grown to become a recognized leader in lubricant technology. Racing teams around the world have trusted Mold Tool to deliver the endurance and performance needed to compete at the highest level. Even if you're not racing on the track, Mold Tool's full range of synthetic lubricants will protect your engine against wear and tear of your daily commute. Stop by Universal Imports to purchase Mold Tool's line of products today. Are you looking to service your import vehicle or even get a new to you import? Then Universal Import is what you're looking for. Try our personalized automobile location service, a surefire way to get you to the perfect car for you. Take advantage of our 11 service space along with a full collision and body shop. And don't forget to ask us about our car care club. Only $49 a year and you get things like a 100 point inspection, $50 off a laser guided alignment, $10 off oil changes, and a free New York State inspection and more. It really does help you to extend the life of your car. Visit us at 834 Linden Avenue in Penfield, right off 441. Or check us out on Facebook or our website at universalimports.com. Universal Imports, everything we do will make it easier for you. Good afternoon, everybody. This is Mark Fierbacher for another episode of the Grease and Glamour podcast brought to you by Universal Imports of Rochester. Universal Imports of Rochester. Visit us for all your car needs, sales, service, collision. We do it all. Visit us at universalimports.com. And as always, I'm joined today by Aaron Kane and Jay Lawrence. And today we have some very special guests from all the way across the pond. In the fatherland of Germany, we have some cousins of mine who live in Augsburg. I have Kerstin and Martin Scherer, and their son Timo are joining us today from Augsburg. Hi, guys. Hi, everybody. Hello. <laughs> we thought it would be a, we thought it would be a fun idea to do a podcast where we, you know, uh, talk to someone from a different country. And and Germany is very fitting for us, of course, because many of the cars that we sell are German cars. Audi, BMW, Mercedes, Volkswagen, so on and so forth. Um, and so, you know, when I go to Germany, I notice little differences in, in how they live their life versus how we live our life. And I notice there's differences in the types of cars they drive, surprisingly. They're not, not everybody in Germany is driving an Audi, BMW, or Mercedes, although they should. Um, but they aren't. <laughs> and I knew they'd get a kick out of that one. Um but, you know, the, the traffic laws, um, what's important to people in Germany when they buy cars? Like here, it seems like no one's going to even touch a car if it doesn't have a sunroof and leather in it anymore. Um, but uh, in Europe, uh, you know, we, we see different trends when it comes to that. So anyway, I invited my cousins on the show today so they could maybe give us a little bit of insight as to how it is to be a driver in Germany, uh, to be a car buyer in Germany, um, all of those sort of things. Um, so with that, uh, Castine and Martin, what you know, could you walk us through a little bit about th- just in general what it is like to purchase a vehicle uh, in Germany? Yeah, well, that's a good question. It's uh, where to start. <laughs> I mean, first of all, well, it depends on uh, 
what is able to 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 uh, what, what 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 can I pay for a car? How much money do I have? And uh, then uh, I'm just looking around. Uh, what's the best uh, choice uh, to get for that? Is it and, is it uh, hard to get it, financing from a bank, or is it pretty easy? Like it, uh, it's fairly easy to get financing from a bank here in America. Well, it is. It is uh, you get you get easily financed by a bank because they want your money. <laughs> Anyhow, <laughs> so I think it's not so it's not so hard to 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 be financed. That's that's, that's easy. Are there a lot of That's people easy. that buy um, like more used cars or more new cars over there? Yeah, I think most of the people buy used cars. So okay. not very old cars, but just used a few years old maybe just so, because they're a little bit cheaper than brand mm -hmm. new. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, so when you when you have to bring your car in for a, uh, an inspection, I would imagine that every year your cars have some sort of inspection process. Is that correct? Every two years. Every two years. It, it depends. It depends uh, if you go in in, in, in service. Uh, then you have uh, when you buy a new car, you have to do it every year. Every year, okay. And uh, if you buy a used if you buy used cars, then it depends on yourself when you when you bring it to the inspection. You can do it, or you can you can. So, uh, like you know? I know, you know, when I talk to people about the the difference between, say, a German car. Let's let's take an Audi for example. Um, Audi does a, a really good job of making sure their cars are practically rust-proof. Uh, they dip the cars in a zinc solution uh, so that they don't rust. They use paint that is really second to none uh, so that these cars don't rust. Also, they use virgin metal, which is important because a lot of other cars, uh, domestic American cars as well as Japanese and Asian other Asian cars, they don't use virgin metal they use recycled metal which arguably has the potential of rusting uh, easier the reason I tell people that that's such an important thing for German cars is that I don't remember being in Germany and ever seeing a car with a lot of rust on it driving around and I always thought that that was because by law they probably wouldn't pass a car that had a lot of rust on it is that correct yeah, but this depends on the uh, on the uh, we call it uh, TÜV in Germany. Okay, uh, this is a, a a special company where every owner of a car has to bring his car uh, every two years to check it if it's uh, still allowed to drive along the German streets. Uh, it uh, you get a, on the on the on the license number of the car, you get a special stamp on it. If you are, if your car is still allowed to drive along the streets, or it uh, it is not, and, and if you if you if you don't get the stamp, then you cannot drive the car anymore. And this is a lot of uh, uh, about the rust thing. If your car has uh, many rust points on on the body, uh, then uh, it depends on uh, the, spe the specific uh, places where the rust is on the body. But then it could be that they say, hey, no. You're not allowed anymore to drive this car on the streets. So the people have to look uh, very, very uh, seriously after their cars that uh, that they have not so much rust on it. Right, and I know that in, the I know hand, it, the German the German yeah. mentality I think is that people uh, like and maybe yeah. it's changing a little bit now, but uh, in America it seems like people switch cars every two or three years, and I don't think 
that that is necessarily the same average time that someone owns a car in Germany. At least, uh, at least it used yeah. to be where people kept their cars much longer. It depends on uh, the way they uh, that the people uh, bought their cars. Uh, if they bought it uh, by their own money for putting the money on cash on the table when they bought the car, then they uh, are in a situation that they uh, have to do everything to keep the car uh, uh, fine as long as possible. You know? Yeah, so because they, it's, they it's... look after the car and the yeah, yeah. It's definitely they look after it in, in in Europe and specifically in Germany. I know people are much more conscious about not being in debt uh, with credit cards and with auto financing, uh, whereas arguably yeah. people are a little more easy with that in 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 America. Uh, credit cards and financing is a much bigger mm-hmm. way of life, I would think. Yeah. So yeah, that's, you're right with it, absolutely. So I know in in the U.S., I mean, a lot of people drive like SUVs just because of the climate, especially here in the Northeast. But I was just in Italy for a couple of weeks, and I noticed that all of the cars over there are very tiny, and it's because the streets are very narrow too. Is that the same in Germany, or is that a little different? Do they drive smaller, you know, sedans, or is it SUVs? Oh well, at the moment uh, it's very uh, it's very famous to have a big car in Germany too, and also the SUVs are very famous at the moment in Germany. It's much more, uh, I say, cooler to drive a SUV in in, in Germany now than uh, having a little a little car like uh, you have seen in Italy a lot. Mm-hmm. But that's pretty recent, right? That's uh, SUVs were not a big thing in Germany. Up until recently, yeah, this is about uh, one or two years ago. It's it's getting very special to drive an SUV. Here. And, and yeah, I think, but at the moment, there's a very uh, very big discussion in, uh, especially in Germany, but I think in in the whole Europe, uh, because of SUVs wild. and the problem uh, with the climatic and so yeah, on. So yeah. Okay, so that's a. I'm glad you mentioned that because that's another point I wanted to make. This is something that comes up in my shop all the time and that is why in the world do the european cars which are so technologically advanced they do not have most of them do not have remote starters on them which most american cars and most asian cars uh even come equipped standard equipment with remote start and it's still very hard to put remote start on european cars and what I've researched. Uh, just, a question, just a question mark. Yeah. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but what, what does what does what does it mean? Remote start? Is it that you still in the car? And well, I'm really glad you said that because start? you really just answered my question. That it is true <laughs> that they don't have remote start in Germany. <laughs> so what remote start is is uh, basically from inside your house, you can push a button. And your car starts, and then it runs in your driveway and warms up for 20 minutes or whatever, and then people hop in their car when their car is warm. But the reason I don't... Are you kidding me? Does the American cars, do the American cars have kind of thing? Yes. Oh, yes. It's It's very popular. I've never heard about this. At at Christmas time, everybody goes out and buys remote starters for their their spouse. (laughs) No, I've never heard about this. 
We know this thing. We know about this thing. Have a have a remote heater in the car that I press a button and the the they they, they heat the car that the windows are off from from yeah. snow and things like that. Yes. But that the motor starts to work from from from. Uh, started no. from the inside no. of the house. This is really, I, I've never I have heard of business opportunity. <laughs> well, I think it must be. It, <laughs> I think it must. Remember, it must be something. This reminds me to the. I'm sorry. This reminds me to something with with, with telephones. Yeah, you know that the American were the first to have telephones. You know, mobile phones. Yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, we didn't. We didn't. Uh, we, we we learned to know what that is ten years later. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, uh, so, and and by the way, in in Germany they don't call them cell phones; they call them handies. Okay. So they don't say, yeah. "Give me your cell phone right. number." They say, "Give me your we, handy we want number." Just to make sure that you understand what we're talking about. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, so that's that's very interesting that it is such a it is such a non thing in Germany that that. Most people don't even know it exists, but here it is a very Huge. big thing that people have remote start on their cars, so they have a button they can push from inside their house, or even a lot of cars now they have a, an app on their cell phone or their handy, if you will, and from the airport when they're in their plane, they can start their car in the airport dry, uh, parking lot so that it's warm when they get out to it. Maybe. But the reason I think they don't have it in Germany and in most of Europe, is Europe is pretty small. I mean, take a, a country like Germany is the size of, like, New York State and Pennsylvania or mm -hmm. Texas, something yeah. like that. Um, and there's a lot of people packed into smaller regions. And so I think they're they're much more conscious also about the environment and uh, and that sort of thing. So... I don't think it's a thing over there because they want it. It's because of emissions mm -hmm. and, and, and about letting your car run for long periods of time without it needing to. Yeah, so, so you I know. I still think it's a good business idea. I think we should go to Germany tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but, but, Jamie, <laughs> but, but I'll tell you what, Jamie. Uh, another thing that's very interesting off from cars is that if you go to Europe, you're going to find very few houses – that have air conditioning and they don't want it. They don't like it. In fact, when my family comes to America, they aren't that crazy often oh, about oh, the air oh, conditioning. Mark, Mark, Mark. There will be a change in a few years because the summer are totally getting totally different than the years mm -hmm. ago. Yeah. So every summer since the last three years, I, I will say, has been very, very hot. Mm -hmm. really, so you guys really are fi you guys are finally going to get go to air conditioning. Yes, we are. Uh, this is what what the most of people would 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 appreciate to have because actually the summer in Germany is getting really really uh, hotter than the years before. But just for our listeners who may not know, the the German climate is very similar to the climate we have here in upstate New York. I mean, it's it's yeah. hot summers, cold winters. I mean, they get yeah. just as much snow yeah. as we do. Um, you know, the only thing I would say is slightly different in Germany is that I think that their spring comes earlier than ours. Uh, and when their fall hits, which is about right now, mm -hmm. it, it hits pretty hard. <laughs> do you guys have uh heat? Do, do you guys have uh heat, uh, seat, you know, your, your seats in your cars, are they heated? Uh, yes, yes. Yeah. 
Yes, we have. Okay, we have. just check it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, yeah. So when I come there in the winter, I Most want to just make sure I'm warm. This is what they call it, an, a heiss arsch. <laughs> I don't want to know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, but uh, air conditioners uh, up until now have not been a, a thing. Actually, actually, that's a good, it's a good thing. Actually, you, you, as a dealer, it's it's not possible anymore to sell a car that has no air conditioner in it. A car in, has to have air conditioning, otherwise you can't sell it anymore. It, that's in, in Germany. Getting summers. Really? In Germany, actually, actually, the dealers cannot. They are not able anymore to sell a car without a air conditioner in it because the summer is getting hotter and hotter each year. Climate change. So, wow. Yeah. So think about and that next time you're remote start your car. This is all because of the environment, climate, climate thing, and and this is maybe the reason why at the moment you can bring the idea to to Jamie uh, to Germany and say uh, there you got a button you can uh, uh, switch on the car from the inside. Yeah, uh, I, I think they would send you back home. Again. They would send you <laughs> send you back to America, right? Well, at, at least I would have a nice trip, and uh, at least you probably would have air conditioning when you came in the summer. So. Well, so um, but up until <laughs> up until recently, though, uh, it would be the other way. A lot of the cars didn't have air conditioning in them, correct? Mm-hmm. Even some of the even some of the nicer cars, like a. Uh, an Audi A4 or something like that, you may have been able to buy without air conditioning. Is that would that be correct? Yes. Yeah. 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 We would never no. ever have seen an Audi A4 here in the states <laughs> going back to 1975 that didn't have air conditioning in it. I mean, there are probably still a few cars out there that you could get without AC, like. Maybe the most mm-hmm. basic uh, Yugo. <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe, maybe even the most basic car would have AC Probably, at this point. Yeah. But. <laughs> wow. So that's interesting. But yeah. So remote start that is a big thing. It's a big thing here. It's not even a thing by you. Um, the air conditioning is a, a, a big thing here mm-hmm. and wasn't a big thing until now in Germany and. In fact, I remember, and I don't remember, uh, Castine and Martin, if if you guys like it or not. But I know, like, I think, uh, I think your mom likes it. But some people just don't like air conditioning because they're afraid they're going to get a cold or something because they're not used to it. Yeah. Now we. Now, yeah. Right. This that, that was the situation uh, a few years ago. Now this totally changed. Yeah. It's well, interesting. Believe me. Today, uh, if you if you come with a used car, huh? sorry. Yeah, another good business opportunity. Sorry? Jamie's already got dollar signs in his eyes as to what he's, he's gonna planning it out. He's going, he's yeah. going to uh, going so to Germany and starting a new business. Yeah, two, maybe two business. Yeah, if you if you try to sell your car now at a diesel at a to to a dealer and you come with a car that has no air conditioning, in it, you won't sell it. Hmm, it's really interesting. Excuse me, interesting. Um, so yeah, now let's talk about something that. Uh, I, it drives, I mean, I just, I was on the road yesterday. I had to drive, I had to fly down to New York City yesterday to pick up a beautiful white Audi for a customer and, and I drove it back. And I, I was, you know, just so amazed how someone just sits in the left lane. How do these people the not know when they take their driver's test or whatever that the left lane is for passing 
you don't sit at 55 or 60 miles an hour in the left lane and mess up the whole flow of traffic. It drives me insane. The way that I was taught how to, you know, how to solve that problem is you, in a friendly manner, you flash them with your lights to get to to move over. My wife yells at me every time I flash the lights because she thinks that it's a sign of being aggressive, aggressive or mean. My husband does that too. I, I actually think it's <laughs> less aggressive than honking your horn, but a um, gentle reminder. Yes. Yeah. I mean, the next thing I could do is tap them on their bumper because <laughs> it really drives me insane. And I just go back to what you know my father always told me in Germany. And and guys, maybe you can tell me what you experience on the autobahn, uh, but. It is just an absolute no-no to plant yourself in the passing lane and not mm-hmm. just pass a car and then move right back over. Nobody does it there. Just here. That's what I think. What do you well, guys think? Here, I mean, it's just, I'm, I'm absolutely with you. I, will, I, will, I think the same way as you do, And but there is another thing here in Germany. If, if you stay too long on the, you call it passing lane? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the uh, drivers that are faster in behind are allowed to give you those flashlights. Right. They are allowed to say, hey, you guy, you are too slow. Please uh, uh, make move the, over. Please move over. Yeah. You put your ass on the other way. <laughs> right. <laughs> But that's that's common so over there, so really everybody able, knows you're, that. You're, 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 uh, you are really allowed to give them those flashlights. Yeah, and and, don't, uh, and I think over there people like okay, so maybe occasionally you know you're kind of sleepy and you just you're not thinking straight, and someone flashes you and you know snaps you back into the right into the right frame of mind, and you move, and it's all good. But here, if you flash someone's lights, it's like you're being mean to them. But how else are you going to? Yeah. Because what it can do is it can really cause some serious traffic right. situations yeah. on the on the highway. Yeah. Uh, it usually does. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And and same yeah, thing it, with it, the it, trucks. It, yeah. So with the trucks okay. over there, how do the how do the trucks move, you know, the how do they do so the, deal with the truck? The trucks shall drive on the right lane. They should not uh, drive on the passing lane ever, right? So, but they do. If it goes downhill, then they try to uh, pass another uh, truck real quick and then they, uh, they 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 stop the traffic behind them so that's what happened but usually it's it's uh, in 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 a in a in a traffic law uh, it's it's said that that uh, the truck sh- shall uh, drive on the on the on the right lane on the slow lane so talk about what it's like and, to uh, drive on uh, the autobahn uh, the, 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 the thing is we have a really uh, a lot of trucks here in germany because the uh, the, the most uh, uh, the, the most lanes or ways on the autobahn doesn't cost any money for the, the passing through. Oh, I uh, see. No, no, for the trucks it costs money. Yeah. Just for the for the, I know, uh, for, the, for, the for the for the small cars. Yeah, yeah. but we have a lot of, of yeah. passing through uh, uh, um, trucks here in Germany. Yeah. And so we got just to... from the other countries, from uh, Austria <laughs> or Italia or. All right, so when, when you drive into Austria, you have to yeah. go to a gas station and you have to pay for like $20 or something, a sticker, to put on the car to drive yeah. on right. the highway there. Right. 
And if right. you don't, if you don't have that sticker, uh, you would get a so big it's fine. Really expensive. Yeah. It will be very expensive. But that <laughs> and, same, uh, you don't summer, have that in Germany, though. No, we don't have it in Germany. They discussed it for many years to do this in Germany too, mm-hmm. but it's what's very interesting working. was that the, that the German wanted to do the same like the Austrian, and as we started to to say that that now. The, the the outlanders have to pay for then they went to the to the uh, to, uh, to the they went to the court the Austrians yeah. went to the court and said the Germans are not allowed to do this <laughs> <laughs> and so the Germans are, summer, are upset uh, this summer, yeah. uh, the first time in Austria it was not allowed to use uh, the smaller streets if you want to go to Italy or something and you have to pass through uh, Austrian it is not allowed to use uh, smaller streets or streets uh, where you not have to pay. You have to use the the highway, and you have to pay. Right. So there are uh, police standing everywhere, and uh, they check if you where you want to go, and if you want to go to Italy or something, you have to use the highway. They sent you back to the. Highway. So this is just for Austria that you have to pay. Uh, other is it just Austria, or is it also Italy and France? No. No, no. Most of the European countries, you have to pay. Ah, just not Germany. So uh, everybody uses Germany. everybody <laughs> uses German roads for free, and the German people don't like it. Yeah, just the <laughs> trucks have to pay in Germany too. But is it just the trucks? You, you got to pay another twenty dollars. Every time you go, you have to get a sticker to be driving on there, right? It only lasts yes, for. You uh, can Sometime, yeah. short time. You can uh, buy a sticker for uh, I think for seven days, for fourteen days, or wow. you can buy a sticker for three months. So it's just even more expensive. But every time you go there, you have to buy a new one. And by the way, if anybody out there in listening land here is going to Europe and doesn't think you need an international license to drive there, you do. You uh, you have to go to AAA before you take your trip, and you have to get an international license because I'm going to tell you my little story. And, guys, I don't know if you've ever experienced this, and I'm not even sure if I just got taken or if this is really how it works over there. But I was in Austria, just south of the German border, in a nice little mountain town. I was driving with my family. We were coming up over this crest. I might have been doing a little bit faster than I should have been. And there were two police officers standing at the top of this hill, and they stopped me. And they asked me for my license, and I gave them my license, and they asked me for my international license, and I didn't have one because I was told when I rented the car uh, that I didn't need one. Well, they said I did, and I argued with them back and forth, but you know who's going to win that argument. It's not going to be me. Mm -hmm. And... (laughs) They said they said uh, that for the speeding that I was doing and for the fact that I didn't have the international license, they could take my car away from me. And my mother, my father, my two children and my wife are all in the car and they could take my car, you know, away and we'd be walking. Um, but instead, they were going to charge me uh, 200 euros or something like that uh, for the ticket. Wow. And I. I had to pay it. So sorry. I paid it right there on the spot. I had to pay it, and we paid it in cash Mm. to the police officer. Mm. 
I think we actually got a receipt. <laughs> well, I was reading in here oh my these God, logs God. that you I'm can very... pay in cash. And uh, I make you an offer. The next time when you're here in Germany, you and your family is free living here in my house. <laughs> <laughs> so is that so? Did I get taken by a crooked cop, or was that really how it works? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you got taken yeah. too. <laughs> I actually think it's another good business opportunity. <laughs> Somebody else thought so too. Those two cops that were up on top of that uh, hill in Austria. I think. I think. I think the police. Uh, just has to do or just have to do their jobs. Yeah, but I mean was that was that the it way depends it, on, it depends. could you actually pay right there at your car? Yeah, it depends on what what happens. Uh, there are some uh, uh, some law situations you have to pay immediately. Oh. And uh, some 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 you get a ticket or something like that. But uh, some some things happen that they want you to pay immediately. And they like have a credit card machine there, and they uh, <laughs> and then they give you ten percent off a uh, coupon at I, uh, I, McDonald's. I was always lucky and had a nice uh, uh, woman as a police officer, <laughs> and I showed them my my prettiest <laughs> smile, and then I was free. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'll, I'll have to try that next time. You'll have to drive with me when we go somewhere. No, you don't want to. Uh, yeah, I, I, I give you a lesson how to smile, okay? <laughs> I don't know. It just sounds like to me it's Austria. It really is. Austria seems to be quite a problem. Um, what are some of the things that you guys could tell us that you think are interesting or funny about what you've seen when you've come here in how we drive? So uh, the... the it depends on, uh, so let me say it this way, when you're the first time in America, coming over from Germany, everything is totally different. Uh, for us, the first time we've been there was, uh, it was amazing to see how, how, much, how much space is on the, on the street, how, how much, uh, even if there is a lot of traffic going on, then the streets are so huge and there's no stress by driving. Uh, it, it, it's it's really amazing. So this is totally different than he, over here in Germany. Uh, that the, the people have so much room, so much space uh, in 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 the in the lanes when they're driving. Uh, this is uh, this was really confusing. Yeah, and, and it seems to us that everybody is uh, very relaxed uh, while driving. So yeah. it's totally different in Germany. So most of the people are. Uh, just stressed and uh, they are want to be the first and... in lane. Want to be the first yeah. on in on the uh, to the aim. It's 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 really uh, it takes a lot of power and, and and concentration to drive a car through a big city, for example. So if you drive a car in America, you're always really relaxed. You can listen relaxed to the music. You have your automatic uh, gear. Uh, you just you sit in the car in and enjoy the. Well, uh, no, I. He, I'm sorry. You know what, Martin? You have driven in New York City, and and I think that as much as we think it's stressful to drive, it it's really nothing compared to, and it's you know the autobahn to me is not where it's most stressful to drive in Germany. It's the the um the Straßenbahn, right? That's the uh, mm -hmm. what? That's like the side highways. So, mm -hmm. like the little two lanes, one lane going each way, and there's a truck in front mm -hmm. of you, and everybody wants to pass it. Nobody wants to yeah. stand behind that truck, 
and they will come within yeah. inches. I mean, I swear they're kissing bumpers, uh, mm-hmm. and they're doing it at high speeds. It is, it is heart pounding. The whole time you're driving on yeah. those on those side streets, it is really heart pounding. Yeah. And some of the streets in yeah. the city, although they may not be as congested sometimes as say like New York City, the streets are so mm-hmm. narrow that. When you're driving, mm-hmm. you swear your your rearview mirror is just gonna hit all the cars as you drive down because mm-hmm. they they park wherever they can on both sides of the street. Um, it, it's it is daunting. It, it it is definitely and and people mm-hmm. don't have a lot of tolerance. Um, for, you know, like like we kind of have yeah. we're so anti road rage here, which is good. It's a good thing, mm-hmm. but we're we're so tolerant of. Of people because we don't want to be that person. Well, even in South America, I've been on tours there on a bus. <laughs> the buses literally hit a car and they just keep driving. <laughs> it's like not a big deal. Like every bus you get into, it's always scraped. There's pieces missing. I saw that in in Rome. I saw a couple accidents. People didn't even get out of the car and just kept going. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, Rome is extreme. Yeah, is extreme. <laughs> it, it was a wake up call. <laughs> or, or Paris, Paris also is is very extreme. Yeah, right. Yeah, Paris is. Uh, so anyway, so the driving is different. The mentality is different. Um, yeah. As far as the cars go, another thing I notice over in Europe that we don't have here, and I wish we did, is they actually don't mind putting colors on cars, like. Every car in the United States is black, white, or some variation of mm-hmm. gray. And there's very few mm-hmm. people that are even willing to drive a car that's red. Or, uh, you know, there are, I mean, there is I some thought, blues. I thought red is so famous in America. Uh, it's, it's uh, you know, it's, uh, it's something that you see because it stands out in the sea of gray cars that mm-hmm. are everywhere. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. but everybody kind of goes for the safe colors. I mean, that's sort of the general thing here that we see is the safe colors are white black and silver and grays and then occasionally you'll get someone that wants something red even the blues are Mm -hmm. most of the blues are so dark that they might as well Mm -hmm. be black yeah um but you go to germany and you'll see lime green you know and yellow and and not just on a ferrari but you'll see it on a nissan Sentra. you know i mean yeah 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 yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's it's nice to have yeah. a, a lot of different colors here. Well, the most bought cars are also black or white and silver and silver gray and things like that. It, it's it's true, but uh, well, we also have a lot of different colors like yellow and blue, blue metallic, and different kind of blues and different kind of reds and also. Uh, weird colors like orange and things like that. That's 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 true. Yeah. That's well, nice. so so so, uh, Aaron, when you went to Italy, mm-hmm. did you notice what were the what were the most cars over there? I mean, they're not Maseratis and Ferraris. No, they're... they were. Uh, what's the the is it? Pugo. 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 Okay. I saw a ton of those, mm-hmm. and they're very, very tiny cars. And all the cars that I saw too were, I mean, the bumpers were, you know, scratched up, and yeah, it's so it, probably no, the big care. cars in Italy are Peugeot and Opel, probably, right? Yeah, a lot of are. a lot of Opel, right? Mm-hmm. Is there a lot of Opel I in where the, you guys are? 
Uh, yeah, a few, but I think the most of the cars in Italy are Fiat. Yeah. Fiat, uh, the small Fiat, Punto and Panda and so. And mm -hmm. Alfa Romeo. Really, really small. <laughs> And yeah. I noticed too yeah, with the right. cars, small I mean, cars, right? they're small cars and they're also all stick shifts. Yeah. So I was looking at the cars and, and they, here. They all, all come with an espresso machine in them too. <laughs> <laughs> just well, like, just like all the German good. cars, all the German cars come equipped with a beer tap. <laughs> <laughs> it would be great. <laughs> Another business idea, Martin. <laughs> so I should point, I should point out that my cousins well, live. Well, Mark, but let me let me let me hang on this topic for 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 a second. Yeah. Uh, the the reason why maybe maybe the reason why uh, in Europe the most of people driving smaller cars could be the price of guessing it. Oh, okay. Here, that's a good one to talk because about. When you're guessing a car in America. It's it's just a, it's just a, a few a few bucks. You know, it's. it's there's nothing, but if you're uh, gassing a car here in Germany, it costs you at the moment uh, uh, the 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 uh, the gas is uh, normal gas is one euro and forty five or fifty five something, something like that. A liter, not a gallon. Right. A liter. So so yeah. how yeah so how much are how much is how much is one liter of gasoline? Yeah, it yeah it's actually it's uh, a between 150 of 145 and 150 okay. maybe. Okay. So oh, oh. so so uh it would be about what's let's under $3 a gallon for uh yeah. yeah. It's about about $3 a gallon here and so 3.6 3.8 roughly. So 3.8 times 1.5 is is five point seven. So five dollars seventy cents for a gallon almost of gasoline. Double. Almost double. Almost double. So my math was wrong. And that's uh, why probably a lot of cars are still diesel, right? Yeah, right. Uh, right. This is now you're getting to another problem because diesel uh, is uh, really if you drive a diesel, it's a really really bad problem at the moment because of the they call it diesel gate, you know. What do you think about? The electric cars. How how big is the electric car coming into German culture? Well, I I my my myself I don't believe in electric cars because uh, you don't have the I don't know if this the uh, if this is the 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 right English word for it, but you don't have the the infrastructure. Yep. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, for for charging the the whole cars. Uh, that uh, are actually on the street. If you change them into, if you change all, uh, if you put all gas cars away and put just electronic cars in it, you're not able to 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 charge them. At the moment, you need maybe about uh, 20 or 25 minutes to charge a car. Uh, imagine what that means if uh, 20 cars need to be charged at a at a gas station at a, at a charging station. You, not everyone is able to 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 put a wire out of the window to 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 spend uh, a, a power for for a, a passing car. Right. It, this this will not do. Do you see a lot of Teslas over there? Uh, not a lot. Okay. You. It's it's becoming very big here. Do you still do you find that people still use like the trains a lot because I mean the train systems are so good over there over driving or do people tend to prefer to drive instead 
Yeah, um, uh, most of the people uh, use the trains, but the problem is that uh, using the train in Germany is still very expensive. Mm -hmm. So we can uh, fly, for example, to Hamburg or to Berlin very cheaper. It's cheaper to go uh, with a plane than uh, to go with a train. Okay. Yeah, it it it's like uh like a hundred dollars, a hundred euros, pretty much to fly anywhere in Europe, right? Yeah. Right. Wow. Yeah. I mean, we flew from London well, to Nuremberg 100. for a hundred bucks. And you know what else they're getting rid of? And it's really a shame because it's probably one of the nicest ways to see Europe. And that is they're getting away from the sleeper cars. Mm -hmm. They don't have as many yeah, of them absolutely. anymore. They used to. That used to be a big thing. I mean, how cool would it be if you were say on your honeymoon or you know with your spouse mm -hmm. or or you know someone and yeah. uh yeah and you're in a sleeper car going through the alps but there's so few of them left and the, they're all speed trains mm -hmm. these go 300 300 miles <laughs> an hour yeah. you can't see anything <laughs> i want to see the window <laughs> <laughs> i i flipped out the window you're like oh there way there's a, there's a, there's a, uh, <laughs> yeah no I, that's why you, no need to sleep because you're there in like 32 minutes you're like Right. Certain areas. So all you're really looking at up is like is nothing. Is nothing. Mm -hmm. Right. But spend one night on an Amtrak to Ohio, and you'll appreciate any any German train. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, well, I think we're gonna wrap it up. Uh, Aaron, do you have any uh, any news to report on? Yeah, I have a couple. Uh, and, and I should here. I should tell our German friends that uh, Aaron, <laughs> at the end of each podcast, she. Um, she reads a couple news stories, and then we comment on them. So feel free, if you can hear what she's saying, feel free to comment on these news stories. Okay, <laughs> go ahead. All right, so Mercedes okay. is debuting a GLB class later this year. The new GLB class will be a more affordable SUV that will offer almost all the room of the pricier GLC class. The GLB is meant to be rugged and spacious and is aimed more towards adventure than luxury. Uh, the GLB 250 formatic will start from 39500 priced well below the GLC and GLE models. I don't know, Mer you know, Mercedes like seemed to lose me a few years ago. I, I, all their they get they have so many models now. It used to be mm -hmm. really easy. You had a a C class, an E class, and an S class, and uh, then you had a couple SUVs, the ML and the GL, and that was it. And now there's so many different there is so many different models that I can't keep track of what's mm -hmm. what anymore. They do look nice, but uh, I I can't comment really on on the car. So Jamie's going to get a kick out of this one because I know how much he loves the technology. But Tesla now has a personal robotic valet. Tesla has come out with a smart summon feature, which gives the consumer the ability of summoning their vehicle out of a parking space and have it drive across the parking lot to them. Tesla already has the semi-autonomous feature in which owners can move forward or backwards out of a space remotely on their phones. This takes it a step further to allow a driverless vehicle to move further. Tesla doesn't take responsibility, however, for what happens when users do this. They have covered themselves legally, saying that using the smart summon must remain, um, the customer must remain responsible for the car and to monitor surroundings at all times. Oof. We've lost our minds again. <laughs> <laughs> that is just nuts. It is nuts to me. Like, listen, 
no, no. Well, it goes along with what my what my cousin said. She said, you know, when when they've come here to America, she says people don't like to walk. Yep. Um, yeah, that's it, why we're all fat. <laughs> people fight over closed parking spots. You know. Yeah. So. Wow. Well, I will tell you. So I just bought a Tesla uh, Model S for a customer, and I was driving it around and kind of feeling it out. And, you know, in a Tesla, they have these Easter eggs. They have this window that pops up in the main screen, and it has some fun little things you can do within the car just as a spoof. And one of the pictures on the screen was of a whoopee cushion. So I push the whoopee cushion button, and then a little thing comes on and says, would you like the whoopee cushion to go off every time you use your turn signals? So I said yes to see what that does, and when you make it, when you put your turn signal out, you get all kinds of fart noises. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about that for a second. We figured out how to put fart noises into a car. Yep. But we can't figure out how to how get to a battery charge to last in, or charge longer than you know. Yep. <laughs> Well, by the way, if you use the uh, whoopee cushion feature, you burn about 15 miles off of your range because yeah. it's more electricity. So, <laughs> so I hope you turned that off and didn't. That's not, or did you oh, no, no. Our no, no. We, we, we left it on, and my wife was in the back seat giggling like a little schoolgirl because <laughs> she just thought it was the funniest thing ever because apparently there are – there's just no amount of fart noises that are too many. It's just too funny. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I don't care how old you are, what country you're from, farts are funny. <laughs> I'm just thankful they don't have a smell thing in there. Yeah. That, uh, oh, they'll come up with that <laughs> next. <laughs> Probably. What else you got? That's all I have. That's I all she has. All right. That one. So it is like uh, now 1030 at night in Germany, and I think our guests are probably either ready to go to bed or uh, have a nightcap. And uh, we're still here slaving away at Universal Imports. Um, so we thank you all for listening. We're coming up on our one-year anniversary. Please don't forget the reason we're doing this podcast is just to create awareness about things in the car business and try to make a light of things a little bit. Try to have a little bit of fun. Do something that other car dealers aren't doing, and that is provide our customers with a little bit of entertainment as well as good service on their automobiles. So. The Grease and Glamour podcast is a part of Universal Imports. I, Mark Fierbacher, along with Aaron and Jamie, we love bringing you this podcast every week. Where next week will be our one-year anniversary, and we will have a best-of episode that we're going we're putting together right now. And uh, we look forward to rolling that out. And I'm sure this won't be the last time that we have our friends from Germany on the show. Uh, how about a big round of applause for Kestine and Martin? Thank you. Thank and you. And Timo as well. And yeah, Timo, yeah, Timo for helping us set this all together. <laughs> so, um, all right, guys. Well, uh, thank you so much for being on the show. And when I get uh, when this podcast goes up, uh, make sure to catch it. At Grease and Glamour podcast, it's Grease and Glamour wherever podcasts are found: Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play Store. Wherever you can find a podcast, you will find Grease and Glamour. Visit UniversalImports.com for any of your car needs: sales, service, collision, detailing, detailing. We do it all. Anyway, until next time, I'm Mark. I'm Aaron. And I'm Jay. And we got our friends from Germany. Good night. Good night. Good night. Bye. Good night. Thank you. Hey, thanks, guys. That Thank was great. you.
Thank you for having us. Hope